You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So now Posey ranges away, and throws it so high. There are some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. What's up? It's the next episode of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. That's Joe Shasky, the Butcher Boy, uh, Mark Willard with you. And uh, it, it, wouldn't you know it, uh, let's take some credit for it, Joe. Uh, we call them boring and then they go on what has to be the most bananas 15-hour stretch of baseball I've ever seen in my life. The game, game two against the Mets, I'll remember that game forever. I was then in the building uh, for game three uh, uh, of the uh, the Mets series and watched them put a nine spot in the first two innings on some rookie pitcher who I don't even – I respect him too much to even speak his name today. I don't even want to oh. do that to him. They left him out there to die. So I'll ask you, are they still boring? Not when they play like that. Not when they play like that. I, I got to say, Monday night, you get crushed. I'm thinking, oh, boy, they got to bounce back. They, they just they need a win so bad. Tuesday, they get out to that big lead, and you're thinking, all right, you're flipping back and forth between the Warriors and the Giants if you're a you know Bay Area sports fan like we both are. And I'm saying to myself, there's no way the Giants can lose this lead tonight, can they? Oh, they lose the lead, and then they end up battling back. They find a way to win that game. And I said to myself as I'm going to bed, boy, could this be a watershed moment for them to turn around? Because I'm looking at the schedule, and I'm saying, you win this one, maybe you win tomorrow. You got Cincinnati coming in. That could change the entire template of how you're feeling coming out of May. And and would you know it? Jock Peterson and Barry Bonds reunited, and it feels so good. I mean, I mean this is incredible. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be my argument until the end with regard to going out to get quote-unquote elite players and then simply stating that's why they're boring because the Giants haven't done that. It's funny. I will not argue that the Giants shouldn't go get elite players. I'd love for them to get elite players. I will also not argue that the Giants at times aren't boring. Here's what I'll argue. Hmm. We got to stop connecting the two. It's not A to B. It's not, hey, they're boring because Juan Soto's not on the team. It's, hey, they're boring if they do go a four game stretch and score three runs. Yeah. But what we saw yeah. the other night, like that's all I want everybody to do that's is ask yourself point. when you're watching what you saw Tuesday and Wednesday, there were no elite players. Were you bored? 
No, no, it was compelling. I mean, they were ripping the cover off the ball. But here's there's a happy medium between the two. Like that's yep. that's the area that I think that they hit last year. Like where they they fielded, they pitched really well. They had timely hitting. I mean, you're not going to have 10 runs back-to-back days. Like you're just that's very rare. But I will say this. Heading into the middle of May, I think all the data has suggested 238, the lowest batting average league-wide, league-wide in like 60 years, right? So this is not just a giant issue right now. I think the entire Major League Baseball is struggling with launch angle being down, with batting averages being down. Now the home runs have ticked in the last couple of weeks. Is it weather? Is it the ball? Is it adjustments? I'm not sure what it is, Mark, but I think the Giants are starting to catch their stride. Coincidentally, guys are getting healthier. Like, I know there's a lot of guys that are hurt, Belt being one of them, but Longo coming back, Jock getting a couple of weeks back from the calf injury, now he looks locked in. Well, I mean, that that was a couple of days where you again started to harken back to last year where you're like, okay, yeah, they are getting a little healthier, but no Belt. No Wade. Yeah. I don't know if Casale necessarily, we tie that to the offense too much, but when, when you've got injuries like that, you go back to last year, my favorite part of last year is they would have those injuries and they didn't look any different. No, it was just like, well, here, we got this guy named bill from the minors (laughs) and now he's going to get a hit. And they did that. They did it all year long this year. Not so much to trade with the Mariners every other day. And these guys would come up and they strike out or, you know, like poor Kevin Padlow over there at third base the other night. Oh. I mean, Tyler Rogers had the uh, the best worst inning I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, this guy gave up seven runs. They were all earned. And I'm like, I don't think any of that was your fault. Like, <laughs> I mean, nobody. It, it's like nobody hit the ball hard when they did. It was at somebody and that person wouldn't field it. And so exactly. they call it a hit. Like they're just, it was all hits, but none of them were deserved hits, which is a theme that we'll get to a little bit. Uh, we'll get to a little bit later on, but. Man, like that's that's what these last couple days for me it sort of harkened back to. It's like you can have some holes in the lineup, yes. and the team can still come out and and look like they did. Look, you were at the ballpark yesterday. You were telling yep. me, and so I mean, I've never seen so many number seventies in my life in, in a Giants roster, and it wasn't spring training. I, I mean, I don't even know. I do this for a living. You and I do this for a living. I couldn't name any of these guys that were out there, and yet they find a way against a team that I think is going to be a playoff team, the New York sure. Mets. They find a way to take two out of three. I, Cobb pitched better than what the outcome was because I don't know. Did you see the headstone for Darren Ruff after he almost killed himself going down the line? (laughs) Yes. Yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And by the way, I said it before the year, I know you've referenced it, that Alex Cobb was going to be this year's Gosman, yeah. uh, this year's Drew Smiley, this year's Drew Pomeranz, whatever. And I'm going to stand by it. He's the third best absolutely pitcher. absolutely stand by it. Like, He's the third best pitcher. Yeah, I don't care that his ERA is over five. Um, and I know that fans hate it when things don't go well and some broadcasters there to be like, well, they've been unlucky. But they've been unlucky and don't listen to me Listen to the numbers. We'll get to that 
in uh, in just a little bit. But speaking of numbers, before we do that, I want to yeah. ask you about this huh. because I saw something at the end, and maybe this is unfair because obviously they scored 22 runs mm -hmm. in the last two games of the Mets series. But do you know off the top of your head, um, and I bet you do, uh -huh. uh, how many teams in Major League Baseball have scored more runs than the Dodgers as of today? Oh, I messed that up. How many major league teams have scored more runs than the Giants as of today? You know what's funny is I know the answer to this because it's the Dodgers. They're right. number one. Giants are number two. So that begs this question. <laughs> is there a perception problem that we fans have? Yes. Because it doesn't matter that I messed that up. Here's the actual point. The point is there's no way that it feels like I agree. This is the second best offense in baseball, but they have scored the second most runs in all of baseball. And I'm even asking myself, I'm like night to night. It doesn't feel like, do you feel like the no. giants are trotting an elite offense out onto the field? Because apparently the rest of baseball does. Well, I mean, again, I told you, 238 was the batting average headed in to, I think, May 20th for the whole league, for the whole entire league, right? It's the lowest it's been in like 60 years. So I guess judging on that scale, maybe I shouldn't be surprised. But I do think when you bust out the way they have with the 22 runs over two days, does that dilute? how bad they are when they don't score. Like, I don't know if it evens out. Like, this isn't a team that's putting up four, five, six runs consistently, but they'll go through a stretch where they don't score, and then they just pop out. I mean, listen to this Jock Peterson week. This is for the week. Seven for 19, four homers, obviously three in one game, 10 RBIs, five walks, 368 batting average, 500 on base percentage. I mean, the guy had a week like he was Barry freaking Bonds. My man's blood runs hot, man. I mean, this this, this guy, uh, obviously, he fits right in with the Brandon Belts of the world where he runs really hot Good and he call. can carry a team for a week or two. And then we watched what he had done in the month of May until two days ago, which is like as bad of an offensive stretch yes. as a ball player can have. I mean, he was hitting well below. He was hitting Johnny Cueto numbers, okay? Yes. I mean, Johnny Cueto's batting average and Jock Peterson's were the same. Uh, I, I think in the month of May, it was that brutal. But then you come out of this, he has a conversation with Bonds. I don't know if that's just a coincidence, but did you catch the moment when he hit the early home run in game three against the Mets? Did you catch the moment when he's coming back to the dugout? No. And Gabe, Gabe Kapler, they slowed it down. Kapler just looks at him as Jock is approaching the dugout and you see Kapler just go, wow that's all he said to him he just put a fist out and just goes wow like we underrate this like it's like okay cool it's a memorable game or whatever do you know like how locked in how difficult it is to have a 24-hour period like that when you hit the ball that way because by the way he hit four home runs and the most important hit he got was none of them. It was the fact that he also tied the game in the bottom of the ninth with a base hit to keep that game going against the Mets. Took the words right out of my mouth. He knew they weren't going to give him anything middle in. It was an away pitch. He hit it right back up the middle. And it was a huge, huge hit for him. And it was a huge hit for this team. So there's no doubt. Look, is it an adventure at times in the outfield? Yeah, it's kind of an adventure defensively. Totally. But totally. in terms of like somebody that you were, you've been, I've been asking you, hey, who's the guy I got to see right now? 
I got to see Jock Peterson's at-bats. Like, that's where I'm at with him. I am locked in with him. He went from batting like 210 all the way up to about 260, I think, heading into today. And, and by the way, it is an adventure in the outfield, which is also not boring, and that's not good for Giants fans. Uh, he's circling around. You know, I mean, gosh, thank God it's not candlestick anymore. But uh, but that is a piece of the pitching puzzle, which mm-hmm. we're going to get to here in just a second. 